Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Uh, there was real ugliness at an anti-Israel protest at York University a few days ago. And uh, there has been reaction from uh, politicians. Some of them have been careful in what they've had to say. But when you hear shouts of Viva, Viva, Intifada, that is extremely concerning. And it had to do with an event that that was organized by Jewish students and at which I think two or three reservists from the Israeli military were present. And uh, it, it got ugly. It really got ugly outside the um, outside the room. Doug Ford tweeted, uh, I was shocked by the vile hatred that was on display last night at York University. I have been uh, clear that there's no place in Ontario for racism and hatred. My caucus and I stand with the students at York University who had to endure this. Um, John Tory, the mayor of Toronto, I'm very disturbed by the apparent polarization and violence evident uh, from the events of last night at York University. I've heard concerns from several Jewish groups in our city today. Anti-Semitism and violence is totally unacceptable. Joining me on the program to express her thoughts and her views on this and perhaps even a a greater situation is Rahil Raza. She's Muslim, uh, public speaker for interfaith and intercultural diversity. She's a journalist. She's an author. Uh, her book, uh, one of her books is Their Jihad, Not My Jihad. We're always glad to have uh, Rahil Raza with us on the program. Rahil, thank you very much for the for the time. And, and so we had ugliness on full display at York University in Toronto Wednesday and a sometimes violent protest against the Jewish group holding an on-campus meeting, which again included several Israeli military Reservists, Viva Viva Intifada was heard being shouted, and the Jerusalem Post has reported witnesses heard Holocaust references as well. What are your thoughts? Well, I'm shocked, uh, of course, at any time that there is violence right here in our wonderful country, but I'm not surprised. York University has a long history of having a high rate of anti-Semitism and a lot of toxicity. My son used to actually study there. And I can remember very well that my niece studied there, and she was a young Muslim girl who sometimes sometimes had fires posted on her door about what would happen to her if she did not cover her head. She's a young Muslim girl who did not wear a hijab. And this is, I'm talking about 10 years ago, and I even went once to York University to see if I could speak to the students, but it did not happen. So as I said, I am very sad that this happened, but it is uh, not at all surprising. What is surprising to me, Roy, is that we have to think back. Uh, We have an esteemed uh, federal member of parliament 
right here uh, in Mississauga. Her name is Ikra Khalid. And the respected Miss uh, Ikra Khalid used to be at York University. I believe she was a member of the Muslim Students Association. And she later on uh, was the author of the motion M103, which you know about. We've talked about that. Yes. Right? Which is about this perceived hate, uh, hatred and bigotry and racism against Muslims. So my question to your listeners and to you is, and to all of uh, Canadians who are watching this unfold, this absolute ugly anti-Semitism and violence in uh, Toronto against uh, Jewish students, who, by the way, had permission to hold that event. Mm-hmm. Uh, so m- my question is, what does she have to say about this ugly rise of violence and anti-Semitism? Uh, you know, according to the statistics that B'nai B'rit has produced, uh, the uh, incidents of anti-Semitism are rising. And my organization, Muslims Facing Tomorrow, actually is very concerned and involved in this uh, because we want not just the Jewish community to speak about this. We want all Canadians to be aware about of what's going on. Uh, you know, and, uh, and it doesn't seem to be happening because if somehow it's justifiable when it is against uh, the Jews or against Jewish students. And Jewish students have been intimidated at York University for a very long time. I've spoken to them, uh, and I have heard their stories. So why is this being allowed to happen? Well, that's a very good question, and I haven't checked uh, Ms. Khalid's Twitter account, so I don't know what, if anything, she uh, she tweeted about the situation or her, or her uh, parliamentary mm-hmm. site, but, uh, but I will. I will check it. Thank you. We also go back to York University. The the uh, friends of the Simon Wiesenthal Center in Toronto reported that the university rejected an application to the York Federation of Students for the presence of a pro-Israel student club. But after aggressive advocacy by the friends of the Simon Wiesenthal Center, the York Federation of Students did ratify the club. And so that's an, another thing to, uh, to keep in mind as far as the university and its positions are concerned. But... When we look at what happened on Wednesday at York University, does what's happening speak to a greater reality and concern about anti-Semitism growing? Europe, uh, the the NYPD, New York Police Department, has recorded a year-over-year very large number of acts of uh, violence against Jews. Is anti-Semitism a global uh, phenomenon that is taking on increasing and very disturbing dimensions? It is. It is something that all of us as human beings should be very concerned about. It is taking on an institutionalized dimension. It is taking on justification. You know, anti-Semitism has always been there. I mean, it has been there for for centuries. We know this. But the kind of anti-Semitism that we are seeing now, you know, there was a time when you saw anti-Semitic acts against Jews. There were few and far between. And people spoke out against it. They rallied against it. Um, leaders, government officials, the police, everybody very vehemently opposed it. What I see happening now, which is extremely worrying, worrying is that it is somehow being justified. It's sort of pushed under the table. Uh, you look up to the south of us, you know, in the United States, you have two Muslim members of, uh, you know, the government in the United States who are openly anti-Semitic. And they say very, very hurtful and offensive things, and they're allowed to get away with it. And what kind of sort of a message does that give to younger people? The message that gives is that it's okay 
to uh, have anti-Semitism or to make anti-Semitic remarks or to, uh, you know, but but this what happened at York University, of course, with young young people. I mean, this is bordering on violence. First of all, York University should have had extra security there, knowing very well the atmosphere there of the Palestinian students, of the Muslim students. I mean, again, I have to come back to M103, which says there's systemic violence against uh, Muslims. But who is the systemic violence against? It's the other way around. And, uh, you know, someone can someone explain to me? This is systemic violence we're seeing in Canada against uh, Muslims and by, uh, against uh, Jews. And by the way, there has been a recent study which says that in this last year, the attacks against uh, Muslims or whatever the so-called Islamophobia issue is, they have lessened because there has been such a human cry. I mean, you know, you just have to take a look at a, a Muslim and immediately it becomes Islamophobia. I'm a Muslim myself. I know there is racism and bigotry, and I'm not justifying it. But what is happening with anti-Semitism is a whole other ballgame. Well, we have, a, we have a society that has to look inward now, specifically and very carefully, look inward and, and determine and, and really address how we're treating everyone um, in, in our society. Otherwise, we're going to run into some very, very nasty and sometimes uh, very difficult to recover from situations. I have one minute left here, Rahil. Let me ask you this. I'm particularly concerned about intolerance for freedom of expression, which is manifesting itself, uh, I think, ever more. We had the situation in Hamilton where the elderly couple was accosted and very cruelly while attempting to attend an event featuring Maxime Bernier. It just doesn't seem, maybe I'm overstating it, but I, I just, I'm very concerned about a lack of respect for and, and tolerance for acceptance of freedom of expression, which is constitutionally guaranteed. Yes, I am with you on this. I've been fighting long and hard for this um, because I know that, you know, how much we value freedom of expression. Once we let that go, once we let these values of freedom of expression, which our forefathers, for your forefathers fought for, once we let this go, then we are doomed to failure. And we cannot allow this to happen. That is so important, this freedom of expression. And people have to learn to, to again, as you said, look inward and to hear the other side. Mm-hmm. But this violence, violent reaction to anybody expressing an opinion. I mean, the, the Jewish uh, students, the group at York University had every right to hold that event and to bring in the IDF personnel. The others didn't have to attend if they didn't want to. All right. But to come and violently protest and try and stop this event, that is unacceptable. And the headlines of all newspapers should have covered this story in Canada. Thank you for talking about it. But even mainstream media does not give that much importance when there are Muslims involved. And this one-sided support of one community against everyone else is not Canadian, it's not humanity, and I will never accept it. I will fight tooth and nail for everybody's right. right to have a free speech. Rahil, thank you for joining us today. I appreciate it. Always good talking okay. to you. Thank you. Okay. Rahil Raza, uh, Muslims for Tomorrow, also uh, public speaker for interfaith and intercultural diversity. She's a journalist, and her book is Their Jihad, Not My Jihad. It was a terrible situation on Wednesday at uh, York University. Just absolutely, deeply disturbing. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.